Megan. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Travel Mug Podcast. So, Jen, how has your last week, week and a half been? Yeah, it's been really good. Uh, We did visit the sunflower field that we talked about in our last episode. It was very fun. I definitely recommend it. And we're just like trying to squeeze the last bits out of summer. We are in Cape Breton this past weekend and we got to kind of experience Sydney, even though the weather wasn't the greatest, greatest, but it was nice. What have you been up to? Awesome. Yeah, the weekend was a bit of a chilly one, just reminding us what's to come. Mm. (laughs) Um, We did have a really good long weekend, actually, in the like, it was a bit chilly and the weather was a bit iffy, but I did three new things. So exciting. (laughs) Um, So we finally visited the Cow Bay Moose, which we talked about with Kara on uh, two or three episodes ago. Mm -hmm. In the same area as Rainbow Haven Beach, we'd never been there before. And we had the most delicious fish burger from the food truck in the parking lot. Um, and then on Sunday, I saw Midsummer's Night Dream at Shakespeare by the Sea, and it was their last show of the season. So for anybody out of town, I don't know if we've discussed that before, but it is a theater company here in Halifax and at Point Pleasant Park, they put on shows each summer. They pick a Shakespeare play by the sea, as it's <laughs> named, and they do that. So that was a really good experience. It was the last uh, show of the season. Yay. I think we talked about that in our Halifax episode. Oh, back in so like long ago. Episode three, like a year and a half ago. But... Oh my God. <laughs> How is that possible? I know. Time is flying. So this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about another part of Canada, beautiful Niagara Falls, Ontario. So as we said, we talked about stuff to do in Nova Scotia in the fall in our last episode. And I think that we'd both agree that Niagara Falls and the surrounding area would also be beautiful in the fall. And there's lots to do. And yeah, so let's talk about what we can do in Niagara Falls. Before we dive in though, have you ever been to Niagara Falls? I have. I've only been once. We went in the summer of 2019 uh, as we did Toronto and Niagara Falls on that trip. It was my first time to both of those places. Um, When we went to Niagara Falls, we had literally just become debt-free. Like, Oh, wow. Celebrate good times. Come on. That's basically what it was, but um, our budget was a little tight. So as you'll learn through this episode, um, there's a million ways to spend money in Niagara Falls, but I definitely want to share some tips on how to make it more budget friendly as well. Oh, definitely. Um, and I've been there twice. Uh, so once with my work, that's actually where we had an annual team meeting. I was super, super lucky, um, to be able to go there for that. And then we, uh, Peter and I were there, uh, on a road trip in 2010. So it has been a while since we've been, but I can't wait to catch up with everything there is to see and do there. Let's kick it off. What do you got to say? All right, let's uh, let's kick it off. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about the Canadian side of the falls. So what is there to do in Niagara Falls? The first thing is the falls. I right. Mean, that's why you're there, right? <laughs> it is. It's to see the beautiful falls. So you can actually see it from all along. It's the Niagara Parkway. So you can kind of walk along there. There's a, a wide sidewalk in a lot of places where you can kind of just stand and look at it. Um, there's also a park that's kind of like across the street, but you can see it as well. And yeah, the falls. 
Definitely. Something I'm sure, did you do this on your visit? The next item in the list? I did. Yes. Yeah. So the Hornblower Tour, which I always thought was made of the mist, but as we'll discuss later, that's not the case on the <laughs> Canadian side. But it is famous, of course. You get in a boat that takes you super close to the falls. They give you a fun uh, and fashionable poncho Mm -hmm. uh, because you'll definitely get wet. Um, The sound of the falls is crazy loud. I, it's, it's uh, one of those things you can't believe until you actually hear it in person. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm assuming like, I would definitely recommend, I'm assuming you as well. And it, yeah, it's about $35 per person and it is worth it. I know you're like, oh, everybody who goes to Niagara Falls, that's all you see, but there's a reason it's really popular for a reason. And it, I definitely think, yeah, something you should check out. Yeah. I, I have a YouTube video of us on the tour, so I'll link that in the show notes, but like the sound of the falls is just like, it's crazy. And definitely if you do want to take your phone on uh, that tour, I bought one of those like plastic cases to put my phone in that like zippers. Zips up. Yeah. Probably use like a sandwich bag or something, but like don't just take your phone because it will get wet. Yeah, definitely. You will be wet. Everything will be wet. Just so you know, <laughs> you might want to have to go back to your hotel and change after. Yes. <laughs> oh, definitely. All right. So the next thing we're going to talk about is Clifton Hill. So to me, this is the tourist trap to end <laughs> all tourist traps. It is full of kitschy haunted houses, wax museums, mini golfs, arcades, so many things. It might, maybe it's a bit more appealing to those with kids. We didn't really partake in any of it because it was just like a million ways to spend money that would not have left me very fulfilled. Right. <laughs> The only thing I did find that left me extremely happy on Clifton Hill was this restaurant called Creeksides Ice Cream Parlor. And for those Disney fans, they serve the elusive Dole Whip, which is a pineapple soft serve. It's dairy-free. It's amazing. Highly recommend. Well, I've never had that. So if I make it back, I will... (laughs) test some out. Mm-hmm. Also on Clifton Hill is something that I might be sucked into because I've been sucked into it in other cities. Um, and it is called the Niagara Sky Wheel. So it is similar to wheels that you would see in Las Vegas, which I did there in 2019. Also, of course, the London Eye, plus many other cities, I'm sure. Um, but you can overlook the falls and the comfort of the Sky Wheel and a climate-controlled gondola. Um, you're 175 feet above the falls, so really it is a bird's-eye view. Tickets are pretty reasonable at $14 for adults and $7 for kids that are 12 or under. And the hours are are, are pretty crazy. So they are open 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. So hopefully you can fit that in your itinerary. (laughs) If you can't, I don't, you've definitely overplanned. Yeah. (laughs) Jennifer. (laughs) I'm not even that crazy. (laughs) What's next? All right. The next thing is the journey behind the falls tour. And I'll say that we didn't do this because of budget constraints, but I, it is kind of one of my travel regrets. Like I kind of wish that we had done it, but, um, so basically it's a tour. You get to be at the base of horseshoe falls and you get to go in tunnels behind the falls 
I, it just sounds like it's a really cool perspective. It's about $25 per person. So if I ever get back, this is definitely on my list. Cool. Yeah, no, I think I would definitely do that too. I don't, I think we weren't there very long. And of course with work, you're doing work things and Mm -hmm. work events. And then we were there maybe like one night or something. So that is definitely something I would love to do too. And one thing we did see while we were there, which is another thing is fireworks. So they are currently on hold, (laughs) Um, but hopefully they'll be back. They're usually scheduled every night in the summer and then on select other nights, the rest of the year. Uh, the fireworks are actually more over the American falls. So you can actually see them better if you are on the Canadian side of the falls. So get your spot and snuggle in accordingly. <laughs> we had, uh, an amazing hotel room. I'll talk about the hotel when we get down a little bit in the episode, but our room faced the falls. We could see the falls and the fireworks and it was extremely reasonably priced. It was really funny when we checked in. Um, we got there of course, before our check-in time. And I asked if our room was ready and she was like, well, we have rooms ready, but we have you booked in such a good room that I, I don't want to give you another room. I want you to wait until this one is ready. Everyone loves to hear that. I know. I was like, okay, I'll wait. So they stored our luggage and then we came back later and it was worth the wait. I I can't (laughs) wait to hear more. (laughs) All right. So if you're looking for something else to do, the Falls View Indoor Water Park I haven't been, but I have friends with kids who have visited many times. So it has lots of slides, a wave pool, regular old swimming. It is open right now and uh, prices range from $34 a person to $55 a person. You do have to select like a time uh, window, I guess, to show up in, but it does are really fun. I like water slides. I'd just be worried that it would just be children. And even though I am short and might be able to blend in with them, I don't know. <laughs> You're still not one either way. I'm, I'm still not. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, so why don't you tell us about the next one too? Yeah. So the next one is the Wild Play Zip Line to the Falls. So this looks terrifying and also amazing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we didn't do it. You start at 67 meters or 220 feet above at a high advantage point above the falls. And then you zip line 670 meters or 2,100 feet. I know. And you get up to speeds of 70 kilometers per hour. That's 40 miles per hour. Americans, um, along the Niagara river gorge to the falls observation landing. It's 50 to 70 to, uh, a person. And you can also do it at night, which looks really oh, cool. cool. They, they light the, the falls up at night, right? With lights. So it looks really yeah. neat. And the same company actually has one of those adventure climbing parks. Like we were chatting about on our last episode where you're kind of like up in the trees and doing obstacles and stuff. It's just like 10 minutes down the road. It's kind of outside of the area where you really hang out in Niagara Falls along the falls. But if you just go 10 minutes, like five kilometers down the road. So it's not very far. And if you want to do both, you can get a package uh, deal there. But uh, yeah, I'd like to think I would do this, but I, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel might like I missed out. so much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to claim that wasn't there 11 years ago. That's what you know, I'm I don't know if it was. I feel like it is fairly newish. All right, cool. That's why I missed that. <laughs> What's next? Uh, the Skyline Tower. So the tower has a 360 degree observation deck, both indoors and outdoors. Um, you can obviously overlook the city and the falls. Tickets to go up to there are about $16 for adults. Uh, you can also dine at the Skyline Tower with a reservation. 
I know I told this story before, but minor and Peter's experience there, uh, there was a minimum amount of money that you had to spend. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a low amount and we didn't know it till we were seated and got the menus, et cetera. Anyway, we just ended up eating and drinking and we took the hit to the pocketbook later. <laughs> that was fine. It was a cool experience, of course, though, uh, because it is a revolving dining room. And if you were there over supper, so start in the day into the evening, mm-hmm. you can actually sort of see that change in the city and the falls. It's actually, mm-hmm. so it is in a way, if, if you have the extra, the extra cash or claim oblivion that you didn't know what was going to happen, <laughs> I do recommend it. It was a cool view. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a really cool experience. Like you're not just going and having dinner, just no. to fill your belly to have something to eat. You're going to have an experience. So it looks, it does look really cool. I'm worried. I've never done any of those type of like revolving things where it happens very slowly. I'm, I, I get motion sick. So I'm like slightly worried that I would get motion sick. <laughs> we actually stayed at a house in PEI that revolved. Weird. And when we woke when you went to sleep, you were looking at one view. And then when you woke up, you were looking somewhere different. It's act, and it was super cool. And it was so slow. I don't think it would cause you any issues. It was very, very cool. It's in Rustico PEI actually. Interesting. Yes. All right. Next back to Niagara Falls. I guess we're going to talk about the Falls View Casino. I mean, if gambling's your thing, you might as well do it with a Falls View, right? So this casino is huge. It has over 100 gaming tables and over 300 slot machines. Um, if you're not a gambler, it's also a great venue for live performances, and it's a luxury hotel, spa, shopping, and lots of dining experiences. We did walk through um, this, and it is great. I think we ended up buying some stuff in one of the like the gift shops. Yeah, it was fun to walk through and it was we went in the in August, so it was hot, July or August, I don't remember now. Anyway, it was hot and it was nice to get in the air conditioning. <laughs> and so if you don't really need to do anything in there but you're very warm, Falls View Casino is your place. You know, it works. Do it. <laughs> Why not? I Why not? agree. Um, and then finally, before we move on to the American side, is Bird Kingdom. So five minutes from Niagara Falls, it is the world's largest free-flying indoor aviary. Uh, there are pathways through multi-level rainforests, and you can have up close and personal encounters with like exotic birds and parrots. And there's also a night section where you can see owls and bats. I would be so into this. I can't even tell you. <laughs> um, tickets uh, are $16.95. So I think that's actually pretty reasonable as well, especially for a place like uh, Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So Niagara Falls is one of those weird places, right? Where it's like Canada and the U.S., like the falls are like the border. So let's chat about the American side. First of all, if you're staying on the Canadian side, you can walk to the U.S. side um, via the Rainbow Bridge. So it is. it does cost like $2. I can't. I think it was $2. The bridge itself offers great views. Um, and most things on the American side are like close. So it's not like walking that you're going to miss stuff, but it is a lot of walking. So if you're not up to it, you can definitely drive. There are three bridges that you can, uh, that you can drive across. Obviously you do need a passport. Like you will go through, um, international border. border. It is an international border. You do have to have a passport. You do have to go through passport control. 
And I mean, it was a simple process. We only went over for a couple of hours. And that being said as well, like the um, limits for what you can buy also still exist. So if you're really only going over a couple hours, you will have to uh, pay duty on stuff that you buy. So just keep all that in mind. That being said, I do think that the U.S. side is worth seeing. Did you have you done the American? No, no. Okay. It's like I've never been there. Yeah, <laughs> you saw it, but you did not go to right. It. Okay, so the first thing it to know is that the American side is a state park. So it's recognized as the oldest state park in the U.S. So it contains a portion or all of all three falls that are visible. I don't know if we named them all in this. Episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. There are three falls at Niagara Falls. There are Horseshoe Falls, Bridal Veil Falls, and the other one. American Falls. The American Falls. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a state park. There are lots of great hiking trails. And then there's also Old Falls Street, which has like food vendors and restaurants and uh, seasonally has concerts. And we just really enjoyed wandering through the state park. It's a really crazy contrast from the Canadian side, which is like super commercialized and really, really busy to the American side where you have a lot more space. Um, and you get some really neat views of the falls. You're not looking at them directly, of course, but you're more kind of beside them and looking down, which, um, it's, it's just a different perspective. It's cool. Yeah. As we said, the American side has their own boat tour that is called the maid of the mist. So I think in the past, these both the tours, the Maid of the Mist and the Hornblower were called the Maid of the Mist. And I think people were okay. very confused because it's confusing. Because I swear I went on the Maid of the Mist. That's why I was like, what's a Hornblower? So yeah. that makes make sense yeah. that It's just very confusing to have two tours that leave from two different countries named yeah. the same thing. So yes. they, they do the exact same tour. Basically, they were beside us. They wore blue ponchos. We wore red ponchos. It was the same. Uh, so wherever, whatever side you're on it, I don't think it really matters. And then the other really cool experience on the American side is the Cave of the Winds tour. So there's a natural cave behind the Bridal Veil Falls. Um, tickets are $19 for adults. So you take an elevator down 53 meters into the Niagara Gorge. And then there's a wooden walkway. Um, they give you a poncho and shoes to the hurricane deck for some crazy misty photo ops. So it's about a 45 minutes to an hour uh, tour experience. Uh, we didn't do this, but we were, we watched people do it and they were wet. <laughs> Not like a shower. <laughs> You're on the hurricane deck. What do you know? <laughs> Goodness it's, gracious. It is bananas. So all of the things we talked about, or not all, but a lot of them have like costing value that's, you mm -hmm. know, quite a lot. It's kind of yeah. an expensive place. So we thought we'd share some tips to save money at Niagara Falls. Can't wait to hear about your hotel. But now that I say that, pick your hotel wisely. So do tell us about your wise choice. <laughs> so we stayed at the Victoria Hotel. It's V-I-T-T-O-R-I-A. It's not Victoria. It's Victoria. I can't say enough great things. The vacation was really great. We were able to walk to basically everything. And as I said, we had a really, really nice 
view from our room. Can't guarantee you'll get the room, but you know, it's still a great location. Um, and it was definitely reasonably priced. There's, there's a lot of hotels in Niagara Falls and do your research to see which one fits within your budget and, and all that stuff. But definitely keep in mind that most hotels, they're going to charge for parking. And a lot of them are going to charge like, um, fees on top of what the room rate is posted at, um, similar to Las Vegas. So yeah, like resort fees, resort fees or whatever. So definitely look into that before you make your final decision on where to stay. Yes. And the next piece of advice, again, take it from my story is research restaurants in advance. (laughs) Um, expect chain restaurants to be more expensive here than other places. Like it is going to probably be most places you go a little bit of sticker shock. And I think they actually have some kind of additional tax when you go to Mm -hmm. eat out at restaurants there as well. So, um, really sort of look at menus online make sure a there's the right food choices for you of course but b understanding what the price point is especially if you have a family if that's something you're willing to pay yeah. um because you don't want to be seated and be like oh we we shouldn't eat here because we not that you can't afford it but it's a huge chunk of the budget you hadn't planned on or whatever the yeah. case might be so research with that's key we actually <laughs> we the first day we went to Denny's Um, Because Denny's is known for like reasonably priced breakfast food. And we walked in and we sat down, like they seated us and it was extremely busy. And we looked at the menu and the prices and we got up and walked out because I was like, I'm not paying that for Denny's food. I will pay, (laughs) I will not pay that. Like it was so crazy expensive. Yeah. And like I've been to Denny's though. Yeah. We were just. We were, it was so busy. I don't even think they noticed. <laughs> like, right. It was crazy. So we ended up going other places, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of chain restaurants and there's a lot of like other locally owned restaurants. Um, but yeah, I just, depending on where you live and what the dining prices are like there, be prepared. Right. So that my next tip is don't rent a car if you don't need to. A lot of things are within walking, depending on where you stay, a lot of things are within walking distance. We took a bus from Toronto to Niagara Falls and then just walked everywhere. Um, and it definitely saved us some money because we didn't need a car and to pay for parking and all of that stuff. Right. And then another thing, and you've already sort of alluded to it with a couple of things, but check for packages or Groupons. If there's a company that owns two attractions, like Jen mentioned earlier, you could sort of do that bundle as well. So really just try to be smart about the things that you're doing and um, check online. Oftentimes, if you book with their website directly as compared to like maybe Expedia or somewhere else like that as well, you can get discounts that way too. Yes, definitely. And there are free things to do in Niagara Falls. So like visit the falls, of course, totally free to look at the thing that you came to look at. Um, During the winter, they have a huge free lights festival. And from the pictures, it looks spectacular. Um, There are Dufferin Islands, which are connected by bridges and footpaths, which is a tranquil nature area. There's Niagara River Recreation Trail with over 300 kilometers of bike paths to explore. Um, Niagara Glen, which are great hiking trails for all levels and Niagara Parks Botanical Gardens. So there's over 99 acres of gardens to explore and they have Threams Plus 
there is a world famous rose garden with over 2,400 roses, which is a lot of roses. That is a lot of roses. And that's a lot of free things to do. And it's like nature stuff, things that you can actually get outside and enjoy. Hopefully the weather will agree with your time while you're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are things to do, which I think is a really important um, note to make. Mm-hmm. All right. Fun What's facts. What's next? We haven't talked about fun facts in quite some time. I thought it was, I thought it was time to bring old back. Bring back fun facts. Hashtag bring back the fun facts. All right, right. Here we are. All right. Our first fun fact. It is illegal to attempt to go over the falls. And if you do attempt it, you will be fined $10,000 if you live. <laughs> I mean, if, <laughs> if you're lucky enough to live, you're going to be unlucky enough to be fined. <laughs> The falls are approximately 12,000 years old and have moved back seven miles during that time. So they're like spreading out. That is crazy. I mean, the force of water. Exactly. So the falls are actually the largest producer of electricity in New York state which is really cool. You know, and the, and like we've said earlier, we tested <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Here uh, it is. Falls are made up of three falls, like Jennifer so told us earlier. Um, Horseshoe Falls, which are the largest, 188 feet high and 170 feet deep. The American Falls and also the Bridal Veil Falls, named for their resemblance, you guessed it, to a bridal veil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, over 28 million liters of water travel over the falls every second. It's thought to be the world's fastest moving waterfall. That's mind boggling. It is. When we were on the American side, um, which what's really cool is you are standing right by the river before it drops off. So you can see like how fast the river is going. It's actually really quite cool. As we say that at night, less water actually flows through the falls so that um, power generation intake increases. So during summer, the hydroelectric stations divert less water. So there's more of a waterfall for visitors to see. So they can actually kind of control the flow, which is really neat to think about. Oh, I know. And, but it's like my lights are dimmer because it's summer because <laughs> people need to see the waterfalls. How rude. Uh, I'm sure that's not what happens, but that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also felt miss that we couldn't not talk about uh, Niagara on the lake. Um, So it is billed as a haven of food, wine, history, and culture. Its tree-lined avenues have served as a gateway destination for visitors for over a century. So we just wanted to tell you a little bit about this quaint town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just 20 kilometers from the uh, Canadian Horseshoe Falls. So uh, you do need a car (laughs) to get there. Or in the summertime, we go shuttle offers from Niagara Falls, $7 one way for adults usually goes every 60 minutes, May to October, correct changes required and you get your ticket from the driver. How, how quaint is that? It is so cute. So uh, like we said, it's a, it's a quaint little town. It's the heart of Niagara wine country. So there's lots of wineries. There's actually 40 wineries, (laughs) close wineries, breweries, and distilleries. 
There are indeed. There's a waterfront that surrounds the town and heritage district with quaint shops. Quaint is the word for this town. Quaint (laughs) shops, bistros, and boutiques. And they have a world-class theater there, the Shaw, where they do hold a film festival in regular times. Oh, regular It sounds like somewhere I'd want to go and like, you know, our love of like bistros and cafes Mm -hmm. and stuff. I'd like want to go and sit on like a tree-lined street Mm -hmm. and have like a coffee and like some little snack and just like wander this town and gaze into the shops. It sounds delightful. It does. It sounds very idyllic. I, I would definitely like to visit, um, there as well. And we have a little fun fact about Niagara on the Lake. So it was actually captured by Americans in the world of 1812 after a two day battle. And then it was burned to the ground by Americans as they eventually retreated and then it had to be rebuilt by local citizens. So, sounds like some sour grapes to me. Mm. They're like, anyway. we've captured it. And then they're like, okay, we have to leave. Let's burn it. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to think we made it better than ever. So, yes. there. War is <laughs> a crazy time. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, that's it for this episode. So make sure you connect with us on social media at the Travel Mug Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And let us know if you've been to the Niagara region and uh, if we missed anything that's a must-do or a little hidden gem so that Megan and I can plan our return trip to the Niagara Falls. And we would love it if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a travel-loving pal. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.